2: Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's the preview show. It's the No Name Never podcast.
3: Hello and welcome to the previous show brought to you by the Known and Never podcast. I'm your host Natalie Bromley but joining me is the headliner himself, the main man, the guy we all want to be. It's Dave Statman-Roberts. Dave, welcome back once again. It's five minutes since I spoke to you.
4: I wouldn't go that far in terms of uh, building me up there. <laughs> I like to
3: build you up every now and again. I like to throw you a bit of a curveball. We do. Everybody wants to be Startman, Dave. You are. You are the fountain of all of our knowledge, and you're the guy. The guy to go to. You're the go to guy. Um, a you do. You do a very good job. Um, do we dare talk about how we're feeling this week, Dave? <laughs>
4: Yeah, it wasn't the best um, performance uh, or result on uh, on Sunday, was it? So uh, maybe the best, skipping over that and uh, and (laughs) hoping for a better performance and result on uh, on Wednesday night.
3: Yeah, I'm 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 getting a little bit concerned about just a prolonged level of really under par performances. If I'm honest, Dave, I just I don't think we played particularly. I thought we were all right against Brighton in that second half, but I think certainly against Fulham, West Brom, and Spurs now as well. I'm just a little bit concerned that we're sleepwalking into a relegation dogfight here. It's you know, not so long ago after the Palace game, we were 11 points clear of safety, and that's been cut down to five now with some horrific fixtures coming up. Um, you know, Unless this team finds a bit of form from somewhere, I'm a little bit concerned about where we're going to get the points from.
4: Yeah, we need more performances like we had against Crystal Palace, don't we? That was uh, a high tide mark in uh, the last well, month or so. We need to reinvent that form and uh, and try and get that again for the next few games.
3: Yeah. Well, let's not look back, Dave. Let's look forward. Let's put Spurs to bed and let's have a look towards the next game because that's the beauty of football is that you've just got another fixture right around the corner. Uh, But before we get on to previewing our next Premier League fixture, we, of course, have a quiz question that we need to give our listeners an answer to. Now, at the end of the Spurs preview show, we asked you, prior to Spurs moving via Wembley to their new stadium, which player scored Burnley's last ever goal at White Hart Lane? Dave, what was the answer? Uh,
4: the correct answer was Ashley Barnes, and that was uh, the opening goal. He, he scored a, an early opening goal uh, in a 2-1 defeat in uh, December 2016. That was the last ever Burnley player to score at White Hart Lane.
3: Exactly. I was there at that game. At that game. I do remember this one. Uh, did we get any correct answers then, please, from our listeners?
4: Uh, yeah, we had one. Uh what was that say? Oh yeah, Natalie Bromley got it right.
3: Yay! I never get quiz questions right, but I did. I did get this one. This is the one where me and Tom were debating this for it. No, it was George, wasn't George? George wasn't it? Last yeah, year. we had a guest on last time. Me and George. Shall we tell our listeners what George Poole guessed?
4: Do you did remember? He Martin Patterson.
3: No, he said. Oh damn! Who did he say? Sodell.
4: Oh
2: yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like. No, George, it's not been that long since we've got it. You know, it's it. Anyway, bless him. But, yeah, so um, did any of, any of our other listeners also get a correct answer? Uh,
4: the only other one, they needed two guesses to get it right, but um, we, we may need to go to VAR and, uh, and see, have an adjudication on this. I'll, I'll let you decide. Uh, John okay. Robertson had two guesses. <gasps> uh, he originally, went, he originally oh. went with Martin Patterson, then he changed his mind for his second guess and, uh, and got the correct answer. So what do you think?
3: ah that's i don't think you can i I think it's got to be your first answer i think that's quiz rules isn't it i think in my local pub in our wednesday night pub quiz i think if you you know your first answer that's on the team on the sheet that's it i don't i don't know if we can give him that i'll tell you what why don't we leave it to our listeners if you're listening to this listeners and you think we should give john robertson a point this week for his quiz answer even though it was his second guess Actually, did it remind me again because this might make a difference. I seem to think he guessed it, but before we had a chance of telling whether it was right or not, he then guessed Ashley Barnes, didn't he?
4: Oh, he did, yes, yeah.
3: Yes, yeah, so it's not like he guessed Patterson or he said, no, that's not right, and he guessed Barnes second. I think he said in his thread, didn't he? It was in John Robertson's Known and Ever preview show VIP thread. Um, I think he said it was Martin Passamane. They went, oh, no, no, wait, no, it's not. It's it's Ashley Barnes. So bearing that in mind, listeners, if you think we should give John Robertson a point this week towards his player of the season quiz tally, drop us an email at podcast at net or tweet us at known and, ever, and we will let you decide whether John Robertson gets any credit this week uh, but do stay tuned to the end of this show for yet another in the long running series of tricky quiz questions it's a bit of a lottery it depends on what kind of mood young Statman Dave's in we might get a really tricky one or we might get a nice easy one Like I'll be more
4: week. generous this week
3: well I might get you know I might end up in I might end up needing them, my second hand of fingers to count the quiz questions I've got right this year if you start making them easy again <laughs>
2: <laughs> Opposition Stats
3: but let's move on to why we are here, Dave, and that is, of course, to preview the Clarets' next Premier League game, which is Leicester City at home, Wednesday the 3rd of March, 6pm kickoff, live on Sky Sports. Why don't you kick us off, please, by giving us the recent history of this fixture.
4: Yes, well, Leicester City have played nine times at Turf Moor since 2009, so there's not been many seasons we've uh, we've missed them. I think when they've been down, we've been down and up and vice versa. There's only been maybe one or maybe two seasons where we've missed them. Um, And curiously, in those nine games, there hasn't been a draw... In any of them, nine games at Turf Moor wow. since 2009, and there hasn't been a draw. Uh, the first four of those nine meetings were in the Championship. Uh, they took place between 2010 and 2014, and the five most recent games have been in the Premier League. Uh, Burnley lost three of the four meetings between the two teams in the Championship Games. Um, The only Burnley win was a convincing 3-0 victory near the start of the 2010-11 season, uh, which was just our third league game back in the Championship in August 2010, following our first Premier League relegation the previous May. Uh, We uh, fared slightly better in the Premier League meetings between the two teams at Turf Moor. Uh, Burnley have won three of those and lost two. And we'll talk in more detail about some of those recent Premier League victories when we choose our highlight of this episode, as well as when we look at who we've chosen for our hero.
3: Look at that. Teasing our listeners with the upcoming stats, Dave. I like it. Highlights. Well, let's let's delve straight into that section then, because I do like this one. It's obviously our highlights and low light section. And getting us back the right way around this week, so this is a good sign. Why don't you start with our highlight, please?
4: Uh, yeah, our highlight for this episode is a 2-1 win over Leicester City, and that was from April 2018. Uh, Burnley were 2-0 up in the first 10 minutes. That's after goals from Chris Wood and Kevin Long. And despite Jamie Vardy pulling a goal back in the second half, the Clarets won 2-1 to continue a very good run of form. That victory was also the continuation of a very good run and was our fifth in a row, which, as we know, is not an easy achievement in the Premier League. Uh, that put us well on the way to an eventual 7th place finish that season, and we've qualified, as we know, for the qualifying rounds of the Europa League.
3: Good stuff. Well, turning it down a notch then, what have we picked for our low light for this fixture?
4: Uh, We've gone back a little bit further for the low light. Uh, That was a championship game that took place in late March 2014. Um, It was a top-of-the-table clash as both teams were vying for promotion to the Premier League. However, it was the visitors, who were the league leaders, who came away from Turf Moor with a 2-0 win. And the two goals were scored by two very familiar names. One was an ex-Claret, that was David Nugent, and the other one was from a future Claret, that was Chris Wood.
2: Ah. Um, It
4: was also the game in which Sam Vokes suffered a serious knee injury, which would keep him out for the rest of that season and until December of the following season. Uh, The story of that season, though, had a happy ending, with both teams being promoted automatically to the Premier League, Leicester City as champions and Burnley as runners-up.
3: That was a good season, was that season, Dave. I really enjoyed that championship season. I mean, it looked it looked with about 10 games to go that that we might try and push for the title. But then I think both Leicester and Burnley, we both pulled away, didn't we, for Automatic. So I think Automatic was wrapped up relatively early. But then they just broke away, didn't they, and ended up winning the league quite comfortably in the end. Yeah. If I
4: remember it, it was one of those where, I mean, we talk about the 23 undefeated in the 2015-16 season. We only lost the one game against Leicester in the second half of this season. It was a really, really good run with just yeah, that one that's defeat. True. So it was a, a really good run of form.
3: Excellent. Fixture flashback. Uh, We're well, moving on to the first of our two new features for the second half of this se- season. And this is the one that I can't pronounce for love and money. It's our fixture flashback feature, which is, of course, your chance to get involved in the preview show. Now, Dave, what is the fixture flashback feature all about?
4: Well, I'm thinking now we should have called it Match Day Memories because that's slightly easier to say. Isn't that it? would
3: have been lovely. Thank you. Yes, can we change that for next season? That would be great. That
4: was one of my suggestions, but we went with we Fixture Flashback. And we was that
3: producer Matt? It. Did producer Matt decide this? I bet he did, didn't he? Uh,
4: I can't remember. We'd have to go back through the notes and check.
3: Swine. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Remind our listeners what this section is, Dave.
4: Uh, well, each week we're asking our listeners to send us matchday memories from a particular game from the past against our next opponents, and we want to feature them on the relevant preview show. We pref- uh, preferably want an audio recording, although we can take written submissions and read them out. Um, so it's a case of what do we get, and it's going to be a surprise for this week, so we don't know what we have yet, and hopefully for this episode we'll have something to insert here.
3: Yeah, indeed. We do actually have in our um, preview show script this week, we have insert recording here. So, listeners, this is a surprise to you as it is to me and Dave. You know, after we finish talking now, you're either going to get a fixture flashback or you're going to get me and Dave talking again. So, who knows? Let's see.
1: Thanks for playing my Spurs memory last week. This one relates to Leicester City. It's December 1968. I'm 15 and looking forward to our game against Leicester this afternoon. Waking up to overnight snow in Haslingden, I'm worried the game may be off. As the morning passes, the weather seems okay, so I take a risk, and two bus rides later, I arrive at Burnley bus station. Seeing plenty of fans heading for the turf is a good sign that the game is on. Nearing the ground, I notice thick, black cables slung over what is now the Bob Lord standard. And a BBC TV van outside. The match of the day cameras have hastily rushed over as the Burnley game is one of only a few to have survived the wintry weather. As for the game itself, I don't remember a single thing, but record books show Burnley won 2 1, so it must have been a good day.
3: Okay, so what about what do we want from our listeners for the next preview show then, Dave?
4: Uh, Well, as we know, our next preview show will be for our home game against Arsenal. Uh, So if anyone's got any memories of past matches at Turf Moor against the Gunners, uh, there's been some memorable ones that have gone against us recently. Uh, But also uh, we had a good win, didn't we? We had a, a, a League Cup win with uh, Kevin McDonald scoring a couple of goals. Mm. So if anyone's got any particular memories of those games, positive or negative, uh, please do share them with us. And as we say, we can accept written submissions, although we do like it when we receive the audio recordings. If you can record it, We um, we can hear it directly from you. So please get in touch in the usual way and drop us an email podcast at knownearnever.net and as we've mentioned before the easiest way to make a recording if you're not comfortable doing it on your own uh, device is to go to a website we've managed to find uh, vocaroo.com that's v-o-c-a-r-o-o.com it's free to use no registration really really simple to use so if you want to do that uh, please do get in touch and get involved with the uh, with the preview show
3: Excellent. Please do. Heroes and Villains. Uh, well, let's move on then. Let's have a look at our Heroes and Villains section then, please. Dave. I love this section. This is my favourite one. Um, who have we picked as our hero? Uh, well, there's
4: quite a wide choice of potential candidates for hero this week, but we've gone back to last season's 2-1 combat win. That was in January 2020 to find a hero for this episode. Uh, From that game, there were two prime candidates, really. Uh, Firstly, Nick Pope. He saved Jamie Vardy's second-half spot kick to keep the score at 1-1. And then there was Ashley Westwood. He drove the ball in past Casper Schmeichel to net the winning goal. And rather than choosing one over the other, we've decided we'll have joint heroes instead and let Nick Pope and Ashley Westwood bask in the glory of being the preview show heroes for this week.
3: Excellent. I love this. That is a great idea. Um Who, then, is going to be our villain of the week? <laughs> Sorry.
4: <laughs> uh, for our villain this week, we've chosen a player who took an early bath after just four minutes of the match, which took place in the previous season. That was March uh, 2019, uh, with Johan berg through on goal, central defender Harry Maguire cynically clipped his heels to send him sprawling and prevent a clear goal-scoring opportunity. This left referee Michael Olive with no choice but to show the red card. However, despite playing with 10 men for virtually the entire match, the Foxes still managed to win 2-1 in yet another incidence of Burnley failing to use a numerical advantage to gain a positive result.
3: Shock. <laughs> Not like us, is it? Uh, finally then, Dave, who is going to be taking charge of the games? So Who's our referee, please?
4: Uh, well, other than a blip against Manchester City in the Carabao Cup game early this season, Burnley haven't lost any of the other seven games in which Andy Madley has taken charge since 2012. His only other Burnley game so far this season was another Cup game, as he took charge of our 3-0 FA Cup win at Fulham. Uh, he's also kept his red card in his pocket in all of his eight previous Burnley games. Uh, this will be just his second Premier League match involving Burnley, the first was our last away game prior to lockdown one last spring, and that ended as a nil-nil draw against Newcastle United at St James Park. That was the uh, 29th of February 2020, so just over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, with five wins, two draws and just that one defeat, we'll be hoping that Mr Madley is a lucky charm once again this Wednesday. Uh, in terms of other officials, uh, we've got as our video assistant referee, Stuart Atwell, And in addition, Lee Mason, who was in the news again this weekend, is scheduled to be the fourth official, although he was replaced on Sunday evening when he was also due to be the fourth official for the match between Sheffield United and Liverpool, supposedly as a result of an injury.
3: Yeah, I don't think anybody believes that that was a result of an injury, do we? I think, uh, yeah, I think there was a strategic reason for taking him out of that equation. Statman
2: Dave's Stat of the
3: Week. Well, we're not going to leave it there, Dave, because we know we don't like to leave our listeners hanging. We know you like to treat them. So why don't you delve deep into the bank of Statman Dave and let our listeners have your miscellaneous Stat of the Week.
4: Uh, Well, this week's Stat of the Week relates to Burnley's league goals so far this season, or rather the lack of them. After 26 Premier League games, we've only scored 18 goals so far. And when this is compared with all of Burnley's previous 121 league seasons, going all the way back to 1888, you may be surprised to discover, or maybe not, that goals, our goals tally at 18 is an all-time low for this stage of the season. The previous low was 19 oh, after 26 ew. games of the 1970. 71 season and also the 1902-03 seasons. Thankfully, for the most part, our defence has been able to play well enough that it hasn't been too much of an issue. Not yet anyway, but let's hope the goal-scoring floodgates can start to open at the right end on Wednesday.
3: Yeah, I'm not feeling that confident about that. Well, let's have a think about that, Dave. Let's see what we think our chances are going to be against Leicester on Wednesday. But before we get to that, we also have our Opposition View this week, where we spoke to Jack from Last Leicester fan. <laughs> fan TV. Take it away, Jack. Opposition View.
0: Hi all from No Name Never, Jack here from Leicester Fan TV, here to give my thoughts and preview to Burnley versus Leicester on Wednesday. My thoughts ahead of Wednesday, I think it'll be a tricky game after both teams lost at the weekend, Uh, Burnley losing 4-0 to Tottenham and Leicester losing 3-1 to Arsenal. Um, I think it would be a very tricky game, but I think it'll be a good game of football to watch as a spectator's point of view. Um, I'm expecting it to be difficult, but I definitely think we can get the three points. Right, so the season so far, we're in the top four. I'm happy where we are. Um, I really hope we make Champions League this season. We're in a really good place right now, 49 points. um, Despite all the injuries, we've not used excuses and we've just carried on. Um, We've lost to teams like Aston Villa, uh, West Ham. Um, We've also lost to Fulham. But we've not let results like that affect us. We've also lost to Arsenal at the weekend, so... We're just needing to keep looking up and focusing on the target in hand and achieving that. And when we do, it's job complete. So yeah, the season so far for Leicester's great, and we're happy where we are. This fan. Do I think losing to Slavia Prague and Arsenal is a blip or going downhill and losing the Champions League spots? No, I don't think we're going downhill. Um, I just think it's a blip. Um, We've lost so many good players like Harvey Barnes, Madison and that. But we're not going to use excuses. We're going to keep going with the team players that we've got. We've got some really good players in there still like Vardy, Tillemans and Didi. Um So, yeah, I just think it's a blip. I think we can carry on and achieve the target in hand, which is Champions League football for next season. Tactics going into the game. I think we need to be positive-minded that we can go and win the game. Um, take the game to Burnley and attack them. And take our chances when it matters and win the game. My Leicester team to play Burnley at Turf Moor would be Casper Schmeichel in goal, uh, Timothy Castagna at right back, uh, Kagalar Soyunchu, um, Johnny Evans if fit, if not, Daniel Amati, uh Christian Fuchs at left back, uh, Ricardo, Yuri Tillemans, Wilfred Ndidi, Mark Brighton, Kalechi Ionaccio, and Jamie Vardy. That is my team for Burnley versus Leicester. What do I expect from Burnley? I think Burnley will make it difficult for us at Turf Moor um, defensively. And I think they'll be a threat from set pieces because this season we don't seem to know how to defend from set pieces. But hopefully we can keep them out and score the goals when it matters. Um, I think Burnley will want to win the game after the results against Tottenham. Um, So, yeah, I I think they'll fight us and it'll be an open game and I think they'll make it difficult for us Burnley like they do every other team My score prediction for Burnley versus Leicester is Burnley 1, Leicester 3 and thanks for having me on guys been a pleasure and good luck for the rest of the season after Wednesday
3: so, as thoroughly expected, Leicester fans feeling very confident this week. Dave, I think they're pretty much expecting to do a spurs and batter us. Um, I just, I, I'm feeling really da- I, I'm probably not the best person to ask at the moment because I'm feeling a bit down in the dumps about our uh, performances, generally speaking, but it, do you think we've got any chance? The weekend injuries, again, are horrendous and it just, I just don't know where we're going to get some points from.
4: Uh Well, yeah, I mean, their in- injury situation isn't brilliant either. They've relied quite a lot on um, on Harvey Barnes and they looked a little bit lost without him when they were playing against uh, Arsenal at the weekend. He-, he started the game and then went off injured fairly early on um, and he does seem to be an outlet for a lot of their play. I think they do miss him when he's not there. Um, James Madison as well, he's been out injured. I don't think he's going to be back for, uh, for Wednesday. And there was mentioned as a possibility that Jamie Vardy might have been in doubt as well. I think it was just sort of a niggle. I think he, he may well be playing. But they are key players for uh, for Leicester. And uh, it possibly might be a, a tight... It's obviously unfortunate for, for, for Harvey Barnes that he's, he's not playing. He's going to be out for several weeks, I think, having a, an operation. But from a Burnley perspective... Um, it might be a good timing to play them at a time when some of their key players are, are missing. We know we said already that um, you know we, we've had missing players as well. We're kind of having to cobble together a, a, an eleven, and you know players in key positions, particularly wide positions, uh, missing. So that's uh, been difficult for us. Um, we just need to get back to what we're doing. That 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 game against Crystal Palace. I mean, they were a, a poor side, I think, on that day. Um, left yeah, really they a were different proposition. Um, but we just hope we can we can stay in the game in the first half and take the lead, get a goal. And then I think we're a difficult proposition to, to break down if we take the lead.
3: Yeah, I do get that, Dave. And I think that's a really important point. Um, it's just a little bit frustrating at the moment that we're having to now rely on other sides messing up a little bit against us or them having off days when... You know, we had three home games against. I know, keep banging this drum, but we had three home games against Brighton, Fulham, and West Brom, and we just didn't capitalize on any of those. And it's just like it's just criminal that we didn't, we didn't do better there. Um, Bearing that in mind, then Dave, and bearing in mind that we are at home, score prediction. What do you think?
4: I'm gonna go for a draw.
3: (gasps) The Dave Roberts draw. Of course, you are.
4: (laughs) And I'm gonna say nil nil.
3: Oh, okay. I'd take that though.
4: Just to be different.
3: To be honest, I genuinely would take that. Um, oh, I don't know. I can't. I can't see them not scoring. Um, I'm going to go for a draw as well. I think I'm going to. I think we should have a new rule on the, the podcast. I think I might have to take after your. Um, your lead, Dave, and say that we're never allowed to predict a loss. We've got to back our boys. So, if, so I think it's probably going to be very obvious though when we when we're predicting a draw that that means we don't think we're going to <laughs> we don't think we're going to actually get a draw. Um, but I'm going to do the same. I'm going to predict a draw, but I'm going to say one-one because I just don't think we're going to stop Leicester from scoring. So one-one. Uh, well, let us know, listeners, what you think the prediction will be if you are listening to this before the game. If you listen to it after, don't cheat because we don't like that. <laughs> uh, you can tweet us at known and ever, or you can email us at podcast.knowninever.net um, and let us know what you think the score will be. We want score. We want scorers and we want how they score the goals. Penalties, headers, left foot, right foot, backside. We don't care. Let us know how you think that the score is going to go.
2: Fantasy Premier League
3: update. Okay, Dave Mundo, Fantasy Premier League. Do we have anything this week that we can give our listeners?
4: Uh, no, with the timings we've got, we, we are recording this on uh, on Monday night, Um, obviously ahead of the game on Wednesday, um, but it would have made no difference when we recorded it because the way the game week 26 works, it's effectively a, a double game week and um, includes the weekend's games and then the games right through until Thursday. That does mm-hmm. mean that we don't have um an updated league table because some Players have some uh, managers have had certain players played and others haven't, so it's a little bit unfair to do that. And also, the Kings of Game Week 26 doesn't come out until the game week's completed. That does also mean that it's going to be the same for our Arsenal preview as well when we preview the Arsenal game, and um, because the game go right through until Thursday, unless we recorded it sort of uh, Friday evening, which would be too late. Um, we w- we w- well we don't have an update for for that either. So we'll think of something different to do for. Uh, uh, for, for the next preview for Arsenal but we've got nothing really in terms of um, our usual updates uh, uh, here for this week
3: OK well that's that's fair enough Dave you, you know we try our best we can't give them everything we can't magic games information out of thin air can we? but we can give them an opposition 3 to watch which is of course the second of our new features for the second half of this season so Bearing in mind, this is a feature, of course, where we take um, opposition three players to watch from the opposition side, but based on their fantasy Premier League points. So who we need to look forward to for the Leicester Leicester game, please?
4: Well, yeah, the three to watch are uh, Jamie Vardy. He's their highest scoring player. He's got an impressive 128 points so far. Uh, Just behind him, though, are two other players who we mentioned already who aren't going to be playing, we don't think. Um, Harvey Barnes has got 125 points. He's had a really, really good season so far, been a really um, influential player. And obviously, uh, Burnley-born originally, with his uh, dad uh, playing for Burnley at the time he was born. Um, And also James Madison is in third place with 119 points, but he's been out injured. And although I think it was mentioned in the press conference um, that Brendan Rodgers had earlier in the week that um, he's back training this week but I'm not expecting him to be involved for uh, for Wednesday's game. So it looks like Jamie Vardy may be the only one of those three who's going to be available to play on uh, on Wednesday evening.
3: Okay, well that's good enough though. So, as Dave said obviously, as as matches are being played for game week 26 right through till Thursday, we're not going to be able to bring you a full FPL update in our next preview show either. Um, But Dave is going to try and think of something exciting for us to do. So, best of luck managers in the meantime. Keep, you know, we're on the homeward stretch now. Keep the concentration levels up. Make those key substitutions. Use those magic cheat things that I don't know how they work. Use them well. That's my piece of advice to you as a fellow fantasy football league manager. You, you cheat things well. Um, and we will hopefully catch back in with you when we can get some form of update um, and, and find out what's been going on.
2: Statman Dave's quiz question.
3: But let's close out this week's show, Dave, with, of course, the much-loved Statman Dave quiz. What have you decided to set our listeners for this week, please?
4: Right. This week's quiz question is going back to the 1982-83 season. Uh, Burnley lost 4-2 to Leicester City at Turf Moor but can you name either of the two Burnley players who failed to convert penalties in that match and I'm being generous this week by only asking for one of the names but there will be a special mention for anyone who gets in touch with both correct answers
3: I absolutely cannot <laughs> answer this question 82 and 8-2 no I have no idea I was yeah no I don't know. Um, Well, why don't you tell our listeners how on earth you get in touch to submit these answers, please, Dave?
4: Uh, Yeah, uh, you can tweet us or preferably send us a direct message on Twitter so that no one sees your answer. That's at never on Twitter. Uh, Email us, podcast at net, or you can also reply to the post for this preview show, which we'll put up on the Never Facebook page, or they also go up on YouTube now as well, and we'll reveal the correct answer, uh, in not too long from now in the uh, start of our next preview show
3: indeed make sure you get your question your answers in sorry very quickly please because this is a speed round this week you've got to get your answers in quickly um well before we wrap up then dave we've we got any community news any other business fixture changes community anything that we need to share with our listeners
4: i think the only thing really to mention is um timings really it's the uh well, we, we we touched on it a little bit during the show and uh, we'll go into a bit more detail now. Um, it's just over a year since Burnley's last away game, which fans were allowed to attend. Um, that's the 0-0 draw against Newcastle United at St yeah, James's yeah. Park on the 29th of February 2020. And it's coming up to 12 months since the last time supporters were allowed into Turf Moor. That was the 1-1 draw we had with Spurs and that was the 7th of March. 2020. So that's coming up uh, the anniversary of that later this week. Um, despite talk about the possibility of fans being readmitted for matches at the very end of this season, uh, that's by no means a certainty and it may still be delayed until the start of next season. And even then, the experience is likely to be far from normal. I um, just want to say, really, as an independent fan run podcast, we've always tried to keep you the listener, in touch with everything that's happening at Burnley Football Club uh, to the best of our ability. And we know that to some people that link has been more relevant than ever over the last 12 months. Uh, we have mentioned it before, but if anyone needs someone to talk to in these difficult times, then please do get in touch with us via the usual channels of communication. and um, We'll do the best to uh, to get back in touch with you.
3: Well said, Dave. Well said, indeed. Um, Well, I think that's all we've got time for this week. Um, It's going to be a short podcast this week with a few things missing. But Dave and I will be back um, in time for the Arsenal preview. And the analysis show the rest of the team will be back probably after the Leicester game to try and give you some reaction to that. Um, Spurs defeat and hopefully some better result against Leicester City. Uh, my thanks as ever go to all the contributor, contributors to this show, uh, to Mr. Mystery Guest if they did indeed submit their fixture flashback contribution, if you did. Thank you very much. Uh, To Jack from Leicester Fan TV for The Opposition View. To Turf Moor Stadium announcer Dominic Walker for his specially recorded preview show announcements. To producer Matt for knitting all of this together and getting it out there. But finally, the main man himself, the guy who deserves all of the credit for the preview show, our hero... Dave Statman-Roberts. You puts in a phenomenal amount of work to these podcasts and it is just hugely appreciated. My final thanks go to you, the listener, for downloading and supporting this podcast. We very, very much enjoy being part of your lives. Um, we will see you next time. This has been the preview show brought to you by the None and Ever podcast. Until next time.